fly list. No fly list. As far as the no fly list, no fly list, no fly list. If you're on that list, 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 list. The most problematic thing is, is that any, any, anyone can be under the investigation of the FBI. FBI, FBI. FBI, FBI. And I know that something really good is going to come out of all of this. Hey everyone, welcome to another week of the No Fly List where we talk to comedians, artists, and other interesting people of color. I'm Ithier. I'm Amama, and this week we had comedian and really fun dude Wilfred Padua on the podcast. Um, yeah, it was really cool to get to know Wilfred a little bit more. I remember doing his show like back when, you know, shows and doors existed and we'd hang out. Remember you it was near Cherry Tree where uh, we would always hang out after your show. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot but, about yeah, that. Yeah, so it was nice to see him and can I know that's how long it was exactly. It's been so, so long. it was nice to connect over Zoom, I guess, but it was it was and and just get into it like these conversations you don't normally have and like waiting to go up before a show or afterwards sometimes it was just like nice to just sit down and have a conversation yeah it was like um well so this was like a really insightful episode too we talk a lot about how to like better ourselves um not having like not sticking to this identity of like just being a comedian and what it takes to like do all this work on yourself. So it felt like we all were in like the same like group therapy session for a lot of the pod. Yeah, and it, was, really and it was nice like talking to someone or I should say a guy who's been to therapy because you could tell like the kind of language the user can be a little bit more, you know, in, in touch with what they're feeling and hopefully, you know, have have you know, the tools to kind of articulate that, which, you know, I'm fine. That's a new thing I've been asking every guy, like before I date, I'm like, have you been to therapy? Uh, is it helpful? Uh, what's your damage? I'm just like, tell me the whole thing. I think I'm it's not important. even kidding. Well, yeah, I think it's important. I feel like so far in my life, most of the men I know go to therapy. So like it, to me, I just, I always found it like just normal. So whenever I was like, see these posts about like men should go to therapy, I was like, wait, most of them do, or if they don't, it's because they don't have money and it's the government's fault. Mm, so I was dating a lot of then uh, emotionally unavailable men. <laughs> I'm, I'm emotionally unavailable right now, so maybe right now I could feel the way a lot of guys feel. I'm just like, that's not a good time for me to be around people. Um, but yeah, no, I feel that. But I think a good time to be around Wilfred and listen to him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, before we get into his episode, we're going to do our first segment called the no fly list, no fly list. Um, this is our shit list of people we think should be targeted by the government instead of innocent brown people. Um, <laughs> and this week, Athea, do you have someone? Uh, yeah, so we're recording this on Sunday, Valentine's Day. It's coming out Monday, I know, but I want to put people who just like are over the top way too into Valentine's Day. Like I hate it personally, but I try also to not shove my hatred down anyone's throat. But I also don't, I hate the people that are like way too into it and just like remind you of it. And then even my mom today was like, oh, you didn't wish me a happy Valentine's Day. And I was like, what? <laughs> like you're in on this too why why do i uh i will not be forced to celebrate like you want you didn't want to be forced to celebrate christmas i don't want to be forced to celebrate yeah. valentine's day <laughs> um that's yeah i whether or not i'm single i've always hated it 
yeah. I've, I didn't know it was the 14th because I don't know what day it is anymore. And then a friend had texted right. me in the morning and I was like, oh, today's the day. And then, of course, when I was on Instagram, I saw like a thousand posts for Valentine's Day. And I was like, all right, like, cool. But yeah, I don't like when anyone shoves any holiday down anyone's throat. I'm not a big fan of Christmas I feel like Christmas especially either. Valentine's where like... I know, like, it, it's cute. Like, I see everyone posting their, like, couple pics, and it's cute. I posted a, a silly picture of me and myself dressed as a guy and, like, me and my babe for my Valentine's. Um, but that will forever be my Valentine's. <laughs> Even if I'm with someone, I don't like to get caught up in the idea of Valentine's Day, this, like, stupid commercial holiday to be like, hey, look at our love and whatever. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll feel different if I'm with someone. No, I'm kidding. I've been with someone that's always been kind of like, eh. But yeah, any anyone that makes you celebrate holidays, I think, is also a good general uh, group to put on the exactly. list. Yeah, I just, yeah, I think making me celebrate anything I don't want to. Um, but yeah, for at least for today, this now makes sense because a few people have messaged, a few of my friends were like, do you want to go out for drinks? And I was like, wait, what? Like today's Sunday. And now I know why. And now at 941, I'm realizing I'm like, wait a minute. Um, well, <laughs> happy Valentine's day. I'm really sorry to everyone. Happy Valentine's. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know what? If you didn't have a Valentine yesterday, cause it's coming out on Monday, um, this is going to be a really good episode to listen to because Wilfred can be your Valentine and so can we, or your late belated Valentines. So we hope yeah. you enjoy this He'll episode. make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> exactly. So guys, here's Wilfred Padua. We made it. Welcome, Wilfred. Hey, hello. <laughs> the enthusiasm. That's a, that's a lot of fake enthusiasm coming from me for being really tired in the morning. Like, this is morning to me because, like, we usually record in the evening. And then when I'm almost like, hey, can you do 11? And I go, p.m. or a.m.? And I was hoping you said p.m. Because you were like, I'll be asleep p.m. I was like, oh, I'll be asleep a.m., but I guess I'll wake up. <laughs> so here I'm we are. Sh- I'm surprised that, Wilfred, you're awake. When do you usually wake up? I'm at uh, somewhere between 7 and 8. Me too. Oh my God. See, look at that. What? No. Yeah. But I take a nap. I take a nap every afternoon. <laughs> You're like an old man. Do you have oatmeal oh my God. in the morning? That's what my dad does. He wakes up really early the naps. How long are your naps? Like 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Oh, right. that's a, that's a really, I feel like if I nap, I wake up depressed. And I'm like, yeah, what I happened? I oversleep. Yeah. I end up sleeping three, four hours and I'm like, well, might as well finish the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get like how like I don't know how to sleep for that long for like three or four hours in the middle of the day like are you that tired oh I only nap morning? if I'm exhausted so I don't really nap so I assume if I'm napping um, I'm just trying to make up for sleep guys I'm afraid to na- I don't know it's like a weird thing but I really don't nap I'll just like drink coffee and I usually don't drink coffee but like I stopped drinking so I think that's been helpful now is like the no drinking. So now I just like wake up at seven or eight. Yeah, oh I, I cannot. Even when I had work, like I could not wake up. I mean, I would, but it's it's not my choice. So Wilfred, <laughs> do you, are you just waking up naturally just at seven or eight? 
Oh yeah, I beat my alarm. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say something else. I was like, we don't need to know. <laughs> You're like, I beat mine. I was oh, like, no, that, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I do that later in the, that's later in the day. That's not the morning. That's post nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or sometimes just to get into the nap. You, know, you gotta, you gotta wear yourself out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really good start to this podcast: napping and masturbation styles. Um, yeah. How have you been? So how have you been during, cause you're, you still have a job. You're still moving, right? Still working as a mover. Um, Almost hired you. Uh, yeah. Uh, this actually feels like a charity case <laughs> doing this podcast. Cause a mama texted me about moving. I was like, just like in this week moment, I was like, God, comics only test me, text me about moving. You're like, is it a show? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Okay. First of all, Wilfred, we, we did ask you. To we do... did ask you. Yeah. Weeks, months ago, we wanted to months have you Months ago. On. And we were yeah. supposed to have you on the live show, but then mm-hmm. we got uh, you were in our, out you were by in the our like, Remember, you're supposed to do the live show. You were supposed to do a live show. That. So yeah. then we were going to have you on the pod. Yeah, we usually have yeah. people on the. If we haven't had you already on the pod, we'll have you. Um, you know, from yeah. the show and vice so, versa. So, but we got you were. Yeah, oh, okay. you were in our like little spreadsheet. We have a spreadsheet uh, and our message <laughs> of like Wilfred for a live show and the podcast, and then the police came. So obviously that didn't happen. Also, Wilfred, what comedy is happening right now that you think I have any oh. <laughs> like like power over? I don't know. It, it wasn't even like a "Hey, how are you?" It was like, a, That's true. "Can you, hey, help can me you carry my box? <laughs> I have furniture that needs to go somewhere else." <laughs> to be fair, you're right. That was pretty rude. But in my in my defense. Uh, Athir can attest to this. I have not slept or really like stopped working for the last two weeks, plus this move, plus other shit. So um, yesterday was the yeah. first day where I was like, am I a person again? I ignored Athir for weeks. She was like, how are you? I was like, I'm not fucking answering. I haven't <laughs> okay. seen her in ages. Yeah, this is, I only see you through yeah. Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ignoring Athir is a good It's a way to make yourself feel a little bit better. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a thing everyone's picked up on. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing it for months. I'm yeah, I know. Sure. This is the first chat we've had in, since I've done your show like a year ago or something. Who knows? What yeah. is comedy? Even more than that. <laughs> now we can just be people oh, again, to... though, instead of just comedians. What is it? How do you do that? I don't know. I've been talking about that in therapy. It's like, I don't know how to. I just finished therapy. That's so crazy. Yeah. Like I, forever? I did. I did. That's I did it. therapy. At oh, I 10. thought you're like, you're done. Like, <laughs> you no. well, my, my therapist, we had a long discussion about what it means to be um, an, a person now that I'm like in my own space and all these other things. And she was like, like, she's like, when things open up, like, how are you going to react? And I was like, bitch, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I'm really anxious about that. Yeah. So I moved into my place in October and then like, you know, you've got, that's your project for a while. You're like getting furniture, decorating, putting up all the stuff. And then after I was done with that, I was like, you know, going on dates with people. And then for a little bit, I was like, oh shit, I'm sad. And I'm just distracting myself. Like I remember I went on a walk and I was like, I like laughed out loud. Cause like, that's so funny that I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> you just and realize it now. You're like, Oh, right. <laughs> I've been too busy to realize I'm sad. Um, well, it's good it's you're in therapy like, though. Then, yeah. Um, but I think that it has like, I'm sure it's like, we just identify as comedians and like, we identify with like making people laugh and like, you know, sometimes uh, yes. That's our, 
Yeah, not for you. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just like hard for us to like, I don't know, I that's my self-worth. Yeah. And then I, yeah. now that that's gone, you know, you have to figure out. I think that's a huge, like, yourself. yeah, that's a very valid point. And I think something we've all been struggling with throughout the pandemic is how to define ourselves outside of being comedians, because when that's stripped away, like what else is left? But I've been trying to sort of detach myself from this idea of this is who I am as my identity. Cause like, even though it's our whole world in a lot of ways, my social life, my hobby, my work, whatever. But then when you strip that down, it's like, well, who are you as a person? And one thing I've, you know, some conversations I've been having with people and other comedians, is like so many comedians like care so much about being a good comedian more than they care about being a good human. And so I'm trying to put the emphasis, at least in my life, on the latter, because that's the only thing I can really control. And, you know, still writing and all that. But it's like, isn't being a good human like a you know, a greater purpose than being a great comedian. I mean, some comedians I'm sure would disagree with me, but at least that's my perspective. And that helps me, like gives me some sort of like, I don't know, North Star when when everything else is kind of like gone to shit. I, for me, it's like being a good person is so open-ended that it's hard for me to like focus on that. You know, it's like, there's no path to a good person. Mm-hmm. There is, it's I called the Holy Quran. And you'll get a copy in the mail. <laughs> yeah, all of our, of the everyone no does. Yeah, everyone. And then we'll have you convert. That's what the... <laughs> this is a conversion yeah, podcast. I, so... <laughs> you both show up to my apartment in like white button-up shirts and a black tie. <laughs> We're like, the Nation of Islam is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, uh, like, I, I know how to be, I know how to be a good comedian. I don't, I'm not. But I know how to get there. Um, this whole like being a good person thing is just like there's so many different. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. Being a, diff- a good person is hard to well, do you could it be all, a all the time. You know, good person yourself. Maybe that should specify. I'm trying to be a better per- better person to others, but starting with having a better relationship with myself. Yeah, and, I think that's key. Yeah, and that's where it starts. And I've been just trying to strip away all these like notions and preconceived things of like how I measure myself again through like productivity or how many shows and blah 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 all that stuff like at the end of the day isn't like as what's pivoting in your life Mm, this is is a nice therapy podcast what's different than than like how are you better to yourself or how are you being a better person yeah I'm I'm trying to love myself in a way that is sufficient and that I don't need uh, people to like soothe me even though I still call people if I'm like crying or something but I want to be able to like completely like self-soothe be able to um, mm, not feel like I need it something is <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's one way to do it okay maybe in a healthy way let me say I've definitely got my vices but, but um, it's probably not the healthiest way to do it. Um, I've also been I'm training to be a, I don't know if this makes you a better human, but I'm, I'm enjoying it, but to be a Reiki healer. So I really am enjoying kind of like learning about uh, what that. Is Reiki? Reiki is when you, you put your, uh, <laughs> Reiki is when someone um, puts their hands over you, but they don't touch you and they charge you the same amount as a massage. <laughs> but it's, it it's all good. about energy. It's all about like energy healing and energy stuff like healing. That. 
Um, <laughs> Look at your face. <laughs> you can like, be. I'm gonna need some volunteers. I can't charge anyone. I'll volunteer. So I'll. I'll. I'd love to I'll... not be touched by you. Oh, you and every other guy out there. Oh, man. Oh, that's not true. Can you volunteer? Um, No. No, I will absolutely volunteer. And I feel like, Athea, like, I think that's, like, all, like, good and and great. But it's not like you're a burden on anyone. That, like, people, like, I'm pretty sure, Wilfred, you call people when you're sad and you're about to cry after therapy. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. This happened a couple weeks ago. I was, like, in, like, I was having a, like, really rough week. And it was because I realized, that was when I realized I was sad. I went on that walk. I was like, holy shit, I'm sad. And then I cut it off with the girls that I was talking to. And I was just like, I need to figure out me. And um, and I realized I was being like really negative as a person. Because I was like, you know, you, I don't have anything to uplift myself. So all I can do to make myself feel better is talk shit about other people. And I was like, <laughs> God, that's not a good, that's not who I want to be. And I called, uh, you guys, I think you guys know Opie. Uh, I've I've met him like once, but I don't know him well at all. I don't think he's I know. He's a him. good friend of mine. He was here in New York for a little bit, and I called him on the phone. He's in LA right now, and uh, I don't. Know, we just talked for like three hours. Just uh, I was just like, look, man, I need to talk to someone because I need and I need to talk to someone who I know is positive and that like won't uh, has like makes me feel good as a person. Uh, and so we just like talked and. Like, he was like, I'm going through the same shit, you know, I'm feeling the same way. And, and then, you know, we talked a little bit of shit about people, but. <laughs> you have uh, to. <laughs> then, yeah. Yeah. It's helpful. Also, like. As long as I, that shit doesn't get out, it's not hurting anybody. You know, like after this, me and a mom are going to talk shit about you and you're not going to know about it. So what's <laughs> After this, I before this, we've been done. Just send me the, yeah, send me the bullet points. Okay. I, we'll continue you know the recording wants. and we'll just send you the highlight reel. <laughs> I want to know, I don't care who's saying about me but i want to know what is being said no i don't think i ever want to know that i think that would especially right now i'm at the stage wilford where you probably were like i'm now just getting settled into this place i want to be alone for a little bit so i've like kind of like stopped talking to some guys and just like trying to like figure out my shit but right now i think i'm like too sensitive (laughs) to know what anyone else is saying and i just i wouldn't be able to handle it maybe a few months from now but i feel like that shit like cuts deep even like uh, well, that happened thing. to me recently. Remember, I found out, and I, I still don't know the extent, but two very close people look like uh, to me, I found out were talking, uh, having conversations about me behind my back for like years. Uh, and I was like really hurt to find out what it was. And it, it started out kind of like commiserating of like, oh, like in my last relationship, uh, I was in like a toxic relationship and I was engaged and my friends were trying to like, I guess intervene, but then they never really talked to me about it. They just talked to each other about it and then just kept going on <laughs> for a while. And then I found this thing happened where all like blew up a few weeks ago and I still haven't really addressed it to be honest, but I'm just like, oh, I didn't know people felt that way and, or these two people felt that way. And it re- like, I don't want to know any more details. I was like, ah, like, ignor- I don't want to know because really? yeah, it's not really how I, I don't want to value myself through their eyes, but I do want to know if I've hurt them, if I've done something wrong. I definitely want to own up and apologize, but I don't need to know negative opinions about me because why should those be more valid than how I feel about myself? 
I guess I just, uh, I want to know because I want to like figure out how to pivot and adjust to be like a, a better person. Okay, but uh, what if Wilfred people are like, it could come out of like jealousy and yeah, some other not shit. everything so it's not is necessarily, yeah. Right. Because I was going to say like, the, yeah. there's sometimes where I've like heard people like say shit about like my friends and I'm just like, like really subtly, like someone um, said something about like a comic that I'm really close to not you guys but like I, I just like I was kind of like thrown back where they were like yeah like he's finally like working hard and I was like you don't know how hard he works privately like fuck you like that's not yeah. like you just you're basing it on like whatever hustle that you're like you're projecting but um I think a lot of that is like sometimes like jealousy and like you're a cool dude so I imagine that like people are gonna have like their like issues and like they, people have their issues with everyone so I think if I, I would want to know if like if, if I hurt one of my friends, if you guys, for example, Wilfred, if you're like, you bitch, you didn't say how I was, but you asked me to do something. It's a good thing to know because now I'm like, oh, shit, I did do that. That's kind of fucked up. But I think random people that I don't really respect. Yeah, right. It's hard totally. for me. to I'm like, ugh, I don't know. Totally. I'd have to respect your opinion to, to want to know what you're saying about me. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, I've actually I was thinking about this this morning. I've been like so. I think this is very much a guy thing, where like you know someone talks about their problems and then you try to like give advice or like fix it, find some sort of solution. (laughs) Um, And lately, every single time that happens, I'm like, shut the fuck up, (laughs) like like who? And for the most part, it's someone who I I don't respect you as a person. Why are you trying to give me advice? Like I don't I don't want to be you. Yeah. and it's just, that's been something that's, like, annoying me a lot lately. But I, I think I also have this problem where I, to go back to the, uh, what we are talking about, like, maybe it's not a problem. I don't know. The w- only way that I, like, value myself is through my relationships with other people and, like, how I uh, am socializing, how I make other people feel. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have, uh, I don't know, I just don't know how to love myself independent of other people's my relationships and my friendships that's how that's I am. tough and that's exactly yeah. what i was talking about i'm trying to figure out and navigate myself and it's not easy it does take a lot of therapy it's taking a lot of like spiritual work a lot of reading a lot of like digging deep meditation like i'm just sort of like going inwards and trying to right now mm-hmm. instead of um think but it's true like i also value myself by how i what I bring to the table in other people's lives, if I make them feel good, I do want to make be that person that people can t- call and like, because that does make me feel like I have value. And also I know what it's like to be there. So I want to make sure that like, you know, if someone's upset, whatever, that I can be there in the way that I want them to be there for me. Yeah. And I also wonder like, because I have talked to you like separately about like parents and stuff. Like I think like coming from like, certain families that like the the feeling of like wanting to be better at relationships like with friendships especially is a little bit more heightened which is why like literally Wilfred like I think a week ago I texted Athir and I was like I've been a really shitty friend and I was like I just haven't like yes like work aside but I really just like haven't even like taken a step back to be like well, you should maybe check in on your friends. I know you're busy, but like, try not mm. to be such a little cunt right now. <laughs> and like, I think like, in you're the past, not. I would have just for, I know, but, like, in <laughs> for the, the past, record, you're like, there when yeah, when I need you. But like, it's like not only you. It's like I ignored like Dan and Kyle for like weeks, which I think they were probably like, oh, a break. <laughs> 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 but like, you know, I think it's important now that I'm just like, all right, like, 
be a person again. Like, don't be someone who is just like so involved with themselves. And I think the relationship aspect for me, at least it's like, I have close relationships with my family, not so much with like my mom. So maybe that's, why I'm always like, Hey, I want to make sure I'm there for you. And like motherly in, in certain aspects of life. And that brings me a lot of value. I should yeah. cut this part out. I, if my mom uh, listens. Yeah. I want to cut all of this out. <laughs> Just send it to our respective therapists, you guys. Yeah. Well, Wilfred, what's your uh, relationship like with, with your family? Like what's your background? Cause I don't, I don't know you that well. I'd love to know more about like your background, where you started comedy, all that fun stuff. Um, uh, well, I, I'm from Seattle, um, uh, Filipino, my parents, uh, this is like this the is most so like, boring first day conversation. <laughs> I was like, who cares? <laughs> okay. I love how you uh, just listed things. Yeah. Like, uh, no, well, I, I was getting to the, the whole relationship with my family. It's, I, I was on a, uh, like, like a zoom conversation. I was talking with this person and uh, he asked me about my family and like what, uh, like what my relationship is with like, I have a little sister, three older brothers and one little sister. And she, you know, she's the youngest and whatever. And he was like, what's she like? And I didn't have anything good to say. <laughs> and I, I was like, I'm going to stop myself before I just, cause I, I don't see them as like full, human beings we don't have a relationship mm. i think about my family like okay you remember like have you ever been in a job situation where like your coworkers are actually like really cool people but you don't feel like you can connect with them because of like the environment mm-hmm. like the way that like oh absolutely the has like set it up so it's like no one feels like they can be comfortable and natural that's what my family is mm-hmm. it's a my my parents were bad bosses and, uh, and they made us all feel uncomfortable being ourselves mm-hmm. uh, the entire time. So we don't know each other as people. Wow. Like, I know details of my brothers and my sister, but I don't know who they are. Damn. Wow. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I like the, the – no, no, I like that. First of all, I just like the, the way that you put it was really eloquent. I would have taken me 25 minutes to put it like that. Be like, you down the hierarchy? Um, I feel like that's, like, definitely, like, a parent. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just – talking about this last week in therapy so like, <laughs> like uh i'm just going through last week's session with you guys oh great i'm, well, I'm going we'll through compare session with you guys so this is mine is my therapist was like tomorrow and i was like uh. um go ahead with you what were you gonna say no, I was just saying my therapy appointment is tomorrow. I'll report back. But <laughs> <laughs> we just have this as Mine's a in two hours. Actually, wow, we we are all we're, we're like covering a lot of ground, boys. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you start your you start your conversation sobbing in two hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. This is a running start. I'm just gonna start tearing up. We'll we'll get you nice and ready and warmed up for therapy. But since uh. You're a thoughtful dude, and uh, you're used to giving people advice. Uh, we actually have a dating advice segment called Fifty Shades of Brown, where you get to answer some uh, dating advice from our listeners. So are, are you down? You ready? How long after dating someone is it appropriate to tell them that you like them and have feelings for them? That you like them? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess... I don't know. That's not, there's no real, like two weeks. Isn't like, you know, a real answer, but you got to like feel out the vibe. Uh, 
There's definitely a too soon, right? And there's, like, you don't want to probably do it in the first date. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think I, I'm, I'm going back to my last, like, real relationship, which, like, ended four years ago. Um, and we were together for, like, four years. We were, like, going to get married and everything. And um, I think we said I love you within definitely within the first month whoa damn i would say um, too soon listeners in general i don't know I mean, though <laughs> i kind of it depends on the vibe though like if you if you because sometimes you know like i was with someone my last real relationship was four years ago too and i also almost got married because he was just like let's get married and then he broke up with me um but like he said i love you within the first month and then it took me a little bit longer and i think my gut was right there but then oh, i whoa. later i've never i've never been in that situation where one person says it and the other person just has to be like hey let me i was in a similar situation wait. a mama like my ex the one i was going to marry also said it within like the first like couple of months and then i waited but that was also he was also doing this thing which is called like love bombing you know where you're trying to like speed up the relationship with somebody and you're just like mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. doing all these things to make to force intimacy yeah. And also what you, uh, I think I was doing that. And then uh, it's just, you're also just like rushing to the next stage because like it's kind of the addiction of uh, like that first feeling, the um, infatuation in the beginning, totally. like that it goes away. So you're just like, all right, let's get to the to next, the next dopamine yeah. hit. Uh, I love you. Or let's have kids. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were just screaming, I love you to Wilfred. I was like, yeah, that's a good example. I love you, Wilfred. <laughs> it's really quick. But no, I've, yeah, I've done uh, that for sure, too. I feel like I didn't realize it was called love bombing until a therapist was like, that's what you were doing. And I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm uh, the opposite now. Uh, what's the opposite? Never say I love avoidant. you. Avoidant. That's You're me. avoidant? Because I'm avoidant. <laughs> yeah. I like, I've been hooking up with someone now for since september and sometimes i like freak out when he's just like how's your day and i'm like why are you asking and i'm like do you want to come over later and he like genuinely is just like i just yeah. want to see how you're doing i'm like why you're like don't talk to me just uh put your dick in my <laughs> let's not get personal my right like, yeah i don't want i don't want intimacy just put your dick in my face exactly <laughs> yes and it, it has like freaked me like yesterday he was like hey how's your move just checking in and I didn't respond for like five hours because I was just like, I don't know. This, uh, I just I have too much going but on. Are you, to be but, like, stop being an asshole and respond. But you're not into him, right? Because if you were into him, I think you, it would be a different yeah. feeling. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not. And I think I also just um, have been such an asshole the last few weeks that I like am slowly coming out of this. But I, I'm not that into him, no. Well, Amama, so you said avoiding, which uh, shows me that you read that one book. Uh, <laughs> That's the only book yeah. I've read. <laughs> Such a good uh, book. That and Dr. Yeah. Seuss. <laughs> I never finished the book, but I, you know, I, I know what the attachment styles are. Cause I just don't, those like self-help books, I get like three chapters in. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I know what uh, <laughs> What's your attachment uh, style? <laughs> I th- here's my theory with this. It's not static. I think uh, your attachment style depends on who in your relation you're, to who you're with too. It can also yeah. like make you more. Yeah, I definitely generally 
I don't know. I, I took the test and I was like, okay, with one person I was like secure. And then the last relationship who was like, I was having more of like an anxious, like anxious attachment style because mm-hmm. my ex was so avoidant that it causes that kind of, it elicits those sort of anxious attachment. Uh, if, if listeners, you don't know what we're talking about, read the book Attached. It's really good. But also first, three chapters. The yeah, I just, <laughs> take the attached quiz. Take the quiz online and then you'll know. There's everything. like a BuzzFeed article about it. Wait, I have yeah. a question for you guys then. Like if you, if you do think it's static and you feel like you become anxious around someone, is it because you like them a lot or is it because they're not giving you what you want? Because when I get anxious, they're not giving someone, you what you want. Yeah, that you should not feel anxious realize. in a relationship or you might have some sort of uh, insecurities as your attachment style to your parents, which now we're seeing Wilfred's. It's making so much sense now. <laughs> they told us about her <laughs> CEO of a family. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know that that makes sense to me is like how you learn your attachment style from your parents. That said, so. Okay, one month of saying I love you can be a red flag, but maybe if you say you like the person, kind of give them a little bit of like sort of clues and hints like, oh yeah, I like you. I think that would be more, I mean, I don't know. There's no hard and fast rule, but for me personally, I'm just avoiding saying I love you now until like we have kids and we're married or something. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's too much. I personally wouldn't. Like, I definitely don't think I have the ability to say I love you within the first month of anything. Same. Um, the last person that I really cared about, I, we were, like, you know, uh, texting and talking and, uh, like, uh, seeing each other for, like, just hanging out for months. And I was, like, uh, at at some point, um, she, she lived in L.A. And at some point she was, like, oh, I need to, I'm developing feelings for you, so I think I should stop talking to you because we've been talking every day for a while and um and i was like i totally get it like you know we have lives that we need to live and like we have to like develop our own relationships and then so as soon as we stopped talking i was like oh shit i liked her this entire time i had no idea i thought we were just buddies <laughs> that really liked to text so what did you Would do you... you didn't go back and tell her that yeah. you liked her and no we uh they, we like broke it off and then like uh a couple weeks later we started texting again and then like uh like i don't know it in the end it just like wasn't it didn't work out um if you guys were in the same city do you think it would work out i don't know the answer to that it's fair i that was so when i was talking with her and like uh this relationship that we did develop it was like uh we had, were we had both like were reading the book attached at the time and uh, it was the first relationship where i was like oh i think i feel secure mm. uh in this um and then i don't know it uh, yeah i don't know if it would have worked out right now like we recently tried to text each other to like just see if there's a friendship there and it just feels different now yeah so i don't know if it was just like the moment or whatever but and and I think like it'll go back to whatever like if you guys want like an actual friendship at some point it'll go back to it maybe like now it's just like it's because I've done this so many times like my the, who I was last year this year oh man I was like, such a great dude <laughs> uh, should have dated 2020 God, yeah. 2019 uh, Wilfred well later. it seems like you're like really you're still dope like you're working on yourself you're probably like I think you're really hard on yourself where it. Well, last year I was like much because you know we were social 
uh, back then and seeing people and like, uh, I told you like the way that I value myself is through my relationships. So it's like, I felt good about who I was and felt like I had the ability to like confront any like social issues. Like the other day I had a, a friend, um, who I don't really hang out with him very often. He was like, Hey man, I, I'll hit you up to hang out. You never hit me up to hang out. And I'm like, what's going on with that? And I, last year me would have been able to be, be honest, be like, Hey man, whenever we hang out, you make me feel like I'm not as important as you are. We aren't equals, uh, in this relationship. I would have said that last year, this year, like when he said this to me a few days ago, I was like, yeah, I'll try to hit you up sometime. Uh, <laughs> um, it's also like the way the pandemic has like, there's like an article about like how like our relationships have changed where in the past, like things that you would be able to like confront and say, now you're just like, maybe this isn't the case for you, but now it's just like, Oh, like I just, I'm keeping this person right now in my life. Like things are like weird and different and I don't know what to say and what to do. Cause like Athir and I've talked about it. There's some people that have hit us up that were like, I don't feel good when I'm around them. But right now yeah. I don't know what, like I really feel bad about myself afterwards, but I'm going to go suck it up and like be with them. And it's such a weird thing where last yeah. year you're right. Like I would have never here's, done that. And here's the difference too. I think at least for me, I find that I'm more willing to be like very, very honest about how I'm feeling. If it's a relationship that I think is worth saving and investing in and growing and flourishing, then I'm like, I really should be honest about this thing. And then if it's someone that I really don't have an interest in like maintaining like a real like strong relationship or a close circle, I'm just like, yeah, like, it, like what's going to come of this if I'm going to tell you you're like this type of person or you make me feel this type of way. And I know you're not going to necessarily like, it's not going to change overnight. All it's going to do is make you feel bad, make me not. And then the thing is the person will want a solution. It's like, well, how do we get closer? It's like, oh no, no, no. I'm just telling you this, why I'm not close. I'm not actually trying to get closer to you. <laughs> so there's also that like <laughs> misconception. Cause if you, t if you're having this heart to heart, it's like, there's an assumption that like something's going to come out of it and we're going to, all right, great. I won't make you feel less important. We're going to hang out again. Right. And then it's like, no, no, I just, just wanted you to know that, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever had like uh, like such a good hang with the first hang with a person, like just a, a buddy, and you're like you you had like uh, such a great deep conversation, and it's also like super funny, and then the second time you hang out, like uh, you kind of don't. I have the situation where I'm like. I kind of don't want to hang out a second time. <laughs> yes. No we don't want to ruin it. We yeah. Can, what we yeah, had. <laughs> I can't do that again. Well, that's what, like, when Athir uh. and I first met, we had such a, like, it was so fun. We talked, like, about, like, our shit. Like, it was, like, it was, like, weird. Like, usually with comics, I don't like to open up my, my personal Me shit. Me too. I didn't really like have that. any real comedy friends, honestly, that I felt super close with until, like, I'm on yeah. the night. But then our our first friend date outside of that hang outside of that show, I was fucking nervous. I me like, too. I was what? like, I don't she know. What like do me. I wear? Like, what yeah, do I talk I about? Am I boring? Am I supposed to be funny off stage? I like. I almost treated it like a date where I was like, should I take a shot before I see her? I know. Like, I was so, so nervous. <laughs> and now we have a podcast yeah. together, so, yeah, so that's how that went. So oh. I would say do the second hang. Just treat it like a date. Yeah, you guys <laughs> like, could have a podcast oh, yeah. right now. <laughs> okay, we've got one last segment called Keeping Up with the Caucasians. 
So this is a segment where we talk about things that white people do and uh, whether we as uh, brown people, people of color also do these things. So kind of reach across the aisle, break some Wonder Bread, see what we have in common with our white brethren, folks. <laughs> so are you ready? Um, you get to choose from a category or different categories and then I'll give you a topic and then we talk about um, whether or not we do these things. So okay. We've got food slash beverage, pop culture slash TV, music, activities, style or clothes, phrases or sayings, and miscellaneous. Uh, let's go style and clothes. Style and clothes. All right. Um, have you worn outdoor performance fleece? <laughs> What's that? Um. Like, you know, those bros wear like the finance bros, like the vest, like the Columbia, the REI, like fleeces that their companies give. Worn, do you have I've one? never worn the vest. Okay. <laughs> I do own like, I do own fleece, uh, like a fleece, like a uh, quarter zip. Um, but What's the brand? It cool. It's only New York, which is actually the same brand as mine. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's not like yeah, a. It's not like Patagonia. Yeah. Or, okay. Uh, All right. Or Microsoft. Or yeah. <laughs> IBM. <laughs> All right. Fair. Fair. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I also have not ever worked for a rich company, so I don't have any performance fleece. Um, actually, I did work for a really fancy company. They gave us like other shit, but not performance fleece. Any performance fleece, or do you own? It'll any? be fun. Um, I went, I used to go hiking a lot, but I would never, I didn't, like, I would spend all my money on, like, the boots and, like, the, the climbing gear, so I would always, um, opt for... Um, no, I used to grab, like, a stick <laughs> that was sturdy. I meant, like, for rock climbing, like, for, like, a harness or, like, things like that. because oh, yeah, yeah, okay. um, I'm cool. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I've not done that in years, but I whatever was on sale that my mom, like we'd go to Macy's and she's like, this is on sale. I'd grab like things like that to keep myself warm. So no, is the, the, the short answer is no. The I short haven't. of it. Yeah. And the I long would answer say, yeah. Is nope. right. yeah. <laughs> I would say no then. Okay. Is there okay, another? I'm going to do one more. We're, we're going to get you. <laughs> Have you ever let a dog lick you on the mouth? Yes. Oh, 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 that's so gross. Yeah. Oh, that's so white. Uh, did you okay, eat it? Was it no, your I dog? Think it's like... Explain, explain. It was my dog. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's not like, I didn't like open my mouth. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even. But uh, yeah, a dog, uh, like it was my dog and he licked me on the mouth. I've also had a uh, Rosebud's dog lick me on the mouth as well. Um. I think... You know how many things I've put in my mouth <laughs> that are way more disgusting than a dog's mouth? Oh, I mean, I'm sure me too, but well, I won't let a dog me like, too. kiss Yeah, me absolutely. <laughs> okay, I think it's a cultural thing. I think Arabs, yeah, especially I mean, Muslims, but like, like Muslims in general have this weird thing with dogs. We have like a thing where first it was impure and then it was a sheikh was like, no, it's not impure to have a dog. And then it's like, yeah, but then you don't want it in the house and you don't want their saliva to lick you because then it's like uh, impure and then it breaks your like cleanliness and whatever. So like yeah. that's been ingrained in, in us as kids. So now I'm just yeah. like, I fear dogs and I also find them disgusting. Most of them. Some are. I love Asian dogs guy. though. Mm -hmm. 
with a, when a dog's licking my mouth, I just think about how tasty. <laughs> <laughs> You're like one step closer, right? You're like almost there. <laughs> It's like, oh, this is so taboo. Too. <laughs> You're like, my lunch is taboo, no. my lunch is doing some crazy things right now. <laughs> so people do it for affection. You're doing it as like an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, well, suffice to like say, we've never sauce. done it then. I guess, Amama, no. what's the closest you've... A dog has accidentally licked me on like my ankle or foot when I'm in the elevator with like my... Uh, neighbors and I pretend I'm okay with it and then really deep down I'm like dying and can't wait to like scrub my wow. feet I'm I do like- want a dog though <laughs> the thing is like I do uh, want a dog so I think I'll get to that point because like the guy every guy I've dated has had a dog and like that's like you know, a deal so, breaker yeah. for me I would not date so a guy with a dog you're, you're anti-dog yeah wow you're anti-pet in general yeah I like cat. I could deal with cats. Maybe I like I, I I've come around to cats, but I don't I'm anti me owning a pet and taking care of anything. Are you I feel like it'd be hard to show you affection in general. No, that's the thing is like I told my fr- I'm a very affectionate person, but with humans like I told my friend I would rather accidentally get pregnant, and have to take care of a baby than a dog. Like I would know how to take care of a what? baby for, versus a dog. Yeah, I would oh freak God, out with no. a dog. I know I could take care of a baby, but I'm just we should like of- we should talk about that because it seems like babies are like an 18 year commitment. Yeah, but yeah, I don't or like want a, a dog. 20... They bring no joy. That baby is gonna uh, outlive me. The dog isn't. No, yeah, dogs bring that joy. Baby, like grows up, it learns English, and then it talks to you, and it says shitty things to your face. Like a dog will never know English. All it does is uh, gets excited when you show up to the door, and like licks your face, and it just it just loves. That's all it does. Also, like dogs, like when I've been away from like like my like then boyfriends is like dogs like for a little bit they get so excited when they see you again like kids don't do that kids are like eh, she's yeah. back dogs are like oh my god she's back and you're like hell yeah it's a, it's a different form of love i get it it's un- yeah. like it's a way that they don't expect anything from you it's but it's also like it's love from an animal are we all just kidding ourselves like i, <laughs> I want i want a human to love me i don't need an animal uh but yeah, I, it's such I guess a good, it's, oh, I'm going to get a dog and then you should come and, and hang out with the dog. Well, we came around full well, circle. Wilfred, this has so. been a lot of fun. <laughs> we really did. We were waiting yeah. for this moment. Uh, where can our listeners find you? Do you have things that are coming up? Um, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in uh, Seattle. Fuck. I, hold on. I, don't, I just uh, booked the dates. Ooh. Um, it's in March. Uh, March. 12th and 13th oh hell yeah 11th. i have no idea um but i'm going to uh anyway just on instagram at wilford padua um on twitter maybe i'll tweet again uh, <laughs> i <laughs> saw day. your tweet that you posted today and your story it was really funny i was like haha yeah if, it's like really if something funny comes up i'll tweet it yeah I'm, never, I'm not working at twitter um so yeah maybe uh maybe my twitter will will be popping off We'll tag you either way when we post this. Um, that's awesome. Thank you. And you could follow us at No Flightless Pod. Follow me at Etheria. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me at Amanda Sardar. And thank you so much. This was fun. Thanks so much, Wilfred.